Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warren. I'm your host. And please, if you've been loving this podcast, go and drop a review. Let people know that it's been really helping you. It's been benefiting your life. That'd be a huge benefit to, to me personally, but it'll be a benefit to the people that you that you share it with and other people that are able to find this podcast as a result of your sharing and your, your review. So I thank you in advance for doing that. And also, if you are looking to, again, you still have an opportunity to change your life, to start this year off the way you want it to, make sure you jump into Habit Mastery. Go to course.thehabitstacker.com. That is course.thehabitstacker.com. Make sure you get signed up. Even if you just put your email in, you're still going to get a free masterclass. It's going to drop you through seven things that you can do to improve your health, wealth, love, and happiness with habits. So make sure you do that. Again, it's course.thehabitstacker.com. But what we're going to be diving into today is when you need to walk away. When it's time to walk away and even like when it's time to quit and like knowing the difference and what it all really means. Because I, I was thinking about this a lot because I've talked with a few different people now who you know, ran track for years and when they got to the end of their career, they said, you know, they like they were kinda of holding on. They didn't know when to walk away. And now that they're done, they wish they would have walked away a little sooner and real and just caught the signs that it was time to be done. And it just makes me think about this because we've all known people like this. People who are holding on to something way past the realities of the situation and they really should have let go so that they can start working on the next thing because the problem with our society is that we have so many messages about not quitting never give up keep going keep trying and what happens is we can easily convince ourselves that the key to everything is just never giving up when sometimes maybe we're just brought to something to get a major lesson but that's just opening the door for some other things that we need to be doing, that we should be doing. And it's really hard to tell, like, where are we at with this? Where are we? Like, are you at a point where you should have quit what, you were, what you're doing a year ago? Or are you at a point where it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, keep keep holding on, keep holding on. You're you're almost there. And I don't have a a, a hundred percent clear answer on this because I also think your the circumstances of your life play a role in this too. And I'll give you an example of what I mean when I say this. If you're trying to be an entrepreneur, right, and you have a business that's not making the money it needs to be making yet to take care of your family, but you have your whole family living out of a car, you guys never shower, you barely got food, you're starving, but you're willing to make that sacrifice because you because you believe in what you're where you're going. Like I think Steve Harvey's story is kind of like this. Like I think I don't think his family lived with him in a car, but I think for him traveling to comedy clubs when he was getting started, I think he lived in his car. I'm not not, not I think I'm I'm positive that that's his story, and. Some people might look at that and say, nah, that's kind of messed up. Like, you and your family had to live such a, a horrible life. 
to get to where you are now. Other people say, wow, that's a sign that I should keep holding on. I should not let go. So here's one of the first things I think you have to evaluate. Honestly, you have to evaluate whether you have it to begin with. Like, are you actually in the area that's meant for you and that you have a shot to succeed in? And figuring that out can be difficult because you can't ask yourself that question. <laughs> like, you have to get an evaluation from some other people. And also, it doesn't mean that they're always right. But you have to have a good idea here. And I'll give you an example of what I mean. You could, you could be trying to work at building a certain type of company that you really just don't have the skills to do it. Like, you, you're, you're not there yet. You do not have the know-how that you need to have to be able to execute it. So one of the businesses I had before I started Habit Stacker was actually um, I was trying to build a, a healthcare platform that connected injured athletes with healthcare providers. Now, I had a kind of unique knowledge in this area because I'd had so many injuries. I understand that like when you get injured as an athlete, the worst person to go to is a normal doctor. Medical doctors and even sports med doctors are useless if you're not in need of like surgery or like some medication. If you're talking about a soft tissue injury, like you pull your hamstring, they are completely useless. You need to go to soft tissue experts, like certain physical therapists, certain massage therapists, an acupuncture, like certain people who know what they're doing with soft tissue. Now, the problem is a lot of people don't know that and they don't know how to get connected with those, those people that allow you to do that. So here's the issue. I had that specialized knowledge, but what I did not understand well enough was the depth of health privacy and how the actual health system works. See, because to be able to tear something down, it's like, you know, the, the saying, you have to know the rules in order to break the rules. Like if you don't know the rules well, you can't like finagle your way around them. That's why with taxes, it's good to go to a tax accountant because they know the rules well so they can help you play the rules to your own advantage. But this was something that I didn't know. I didn't know well enough. So I finally got to a point where I realized like, no, like just sacrificing and putting more money in and putting more time in and putting more energy in and putting more heart in is not going to be enough to will it to where it needs to go to be successful. I don't have the knowledge and expertise. Could I have gotten it? Maybe. Was I interested in getting it? Really? Probably not. But what was different about Habit Stacker compared to all this stuff is that I actually had the knowledge and I had the proof to back up like Hey, like this is how I live my life. This is what I've helped people build positive habits. I've helped people in this area. I've lived this life. I've gone to like I've done things that are tangible so that everything I built around it, I had what I needed to actually be able to make it. So again, this was something that I talked to other people about and other people pointed out to me. Like I talked to my, my track coach from Iowa State. Like, you know, we live in different states now and I just was catching up with him and he was like, man, you're probably at least top two, top three in anyone I've ever met in terms of like the habits in your life. And I was like, oh, I, I, I never thought about it before. It just didn't even cross my brain that people saw me that way. And then when I started asking more people, people are like, yeah, dude, like your habits are crazy. And I was like, huh. And 
I never knew that. Like I, 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 I was tracking my own habits, and I always did, but I didn't know other people never kind of kept a general tab on what they were doing every day. And I was like, oh, okay, so there is something here, right? But it came from leaning into something other people were telling me. Now, again, I'm not saying that other people are always right, but it's just one way to know whether you should hang on or, or, or whether you should walk away. Another thing that's important to, to, to really evaluate is just the opportunity cost of what you're doing. Sometimes you're doing something and the opportunity cost is too great. Meaning that the other thing that you could be doing could be so much better. So sometimes, again, sticking to the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial example, sometimes people are working on their own business when it would actually be more beneficial to work for somebody else. And here's why. Working for somebody else would be like going to school but getting paid for it. It would give them certain knowledge and certain insights into things that would actually benefit their their business in the long run and benefit what they want to do as an entrepreneur. And like not enough people talk about this, but I think this culture has been created of like being like it's like entrepreneurial mindset over everything. And the goal is always to get away from working for the man. But what I've actually learned and I had to humble my own self on is that when you work for people, what happens is they just show you things. They give you insight that you just didn't have. So like right now, I work for a media company. Why? Because it's directly related to what I'm doing. And that's what people miss. You want to work for something or someone that is actually related to what you're doing and it gives you knowledge you wouldn't get otherwise. So I see how they do everything they do. So not only can I provide value because I'm doing it, so I have a ton of ideas in that area, but also I learn things, I see things. I'm like, oh, so this is how they make money. Up there. Okay, this is what's going on. This is their advertising model. I understand. It gives me insight I didn't have before. So what you need to ask yourself, again, what is the opportunity cost of what you're doing? If you feel like, you know what, ah, I, should, I think I should walk away from this. And that's the 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 pull you're getting sometimes you just want to walk away from something because frankly it's just hard and you just don't want to deal with the hardness of it no more that's not a good reason to walk away but if you realize that the opportunity cost is just too great then you should but if the, if it's not and you realize no like doing this there's not something else i should be doing with this time that's going to be better than what i'm doing now then you want to keep rolling with those punches but i also want to talk a little bit about like walking away and quitting like because they're different and like walking away sometimes is like taking a step back it's choosing to not take any crazy sets of action and just saying okay hold on let me wait and see here for a second let me just move away from the situation you might have someone come in and want to argue with you and you just walk away from it. You're just like, no, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to move from it. I'm going to remove myself from the situation. I'm not going to say anything to them. And I'm also not saying they're right or whatever. I'm not, I'm just walking away because right now that's what I think is best. But quitting is when altogether you throw in the towel and you're done and they're different. And you have to know sometimes maybe right now is not the time. And you need to delay things. You need to push it back, right? I think one of the easiest examples of that is, let's say in 2018, you thought, man, we're really at a place in life where like, what if 
there was some crazy virus that just got out. I should start selling masks. Well, that's something you should walk away from and wait until the right time, right? And if you would have waited until 2020, you would have been the absolute mask master, right? Walking away and quitting are not the same. But like, there is a time to quit though. When it is time to say, you know what? Nope, I'm not putting another moment of thought into this. This needs to be done. And sometimes quitting, I think people have a hard time quitting things. And this is one thing I've learned. It's like, think of it like relationships, right? People are in bad relationships. They can't quit. They can't just be like, I'm done. Like this is over, over, over. They'll still text each other. Then they get back together. And it just is that messy cycle of breaking up, getting back, breaking up, getting back. You don't want to have that. You want to know that you're all in. But when it is time to quit, it's time to be done. It's time to completely leave that thing out of your life. And there is a time to do that as well. So, I don't know. There might be more. If you guys have more ideas on that, I would love to hear. Um, email me, ian at thehabitstacker.com. And let, let me know what's up. But I, I I bring this up because like these two things specifically where you look at the opportunity cost and really understand like what else in this this equation could you know I I, I be doing here and I, and, I, and I think it's so important because in general most people do not understand opportunity costs and like how insanely impactful it is in our lives like having kids now I realize like opportunity cost is huge like you could spend like this is an example I could spend an hour every single day with my daughter. And this is, like, I'll do this with them, like, not for an hour. But I will, when I do push-ups, anytime around them, I'll always make them come and do push I won't make them. I'll ask them if they want to. And a lot of times they do. And they'll come and do push-ups with me. And it's a really small thing, but it's a huge opportunity cost. Like, it, it ingrains in them that just working out is just normal. And, it, and you don't have to go to a gym to do it. You can just get on the ground in your house and work out. It's not, it's, it's just a normal part of life to stay healthy, to move. But it goes way beyond that. And it makes me think about all the things that I don't know that I don't have the ability to teach them. I, I don't know martial arts. And I think they should know martial arts, right? And it's like there's opportunities everywhere. And it's figuring out what are the most important things that you could be doing with your time. I think TV is a, is a killer of opportunity costs. We spend time watching TV and it's like, man, you, you, you're, you watch a couple movies, you watch two movies in a day, right? And that's four hours out of your life that... What's the opportunity cost? It's massive. You could have been reading for four hours. You could probably finish some books in four hours. So don't sleep on the power of this opportunity cost. Like even if what you're doing, you should be doing, even within that that venture, it's like even within that thing, in the, that sport or whatever that thing is that you had questioned quitting, what is the opportunity cost within what you're doing? What's the best way that you could spend your time to get the most out of what you're doing? Once you figure that out, I think you really get to a place where you are, I don't want to say unstoppable, but you can be much more confident in, in who you are and what you're doing. 